welcome to Marriage is Simply, a podcast. I'm your host, Lee Brewer. And I'm your host, Emily Brewer. Today on Marriage is Simply, we are setting boundaries. And after you listen to this podcast, head on over to marriagesimply.com to check out our blog. You can find us on all social media accounts under the name Marriage is Simply. So be sure to check us out. And now on to today's topic, setting boundaries. So why is this an important topic? Well, think about it. We have so many boundaries in our lives. We have locks on our doors. We have the ring doorbell. We have security systems. We have protection on our computers to keep us safe. But do we always put those same boundaries on what is the most important on our marriages? Boundaries is taking responsibility for our own feelings and actions. So that's what we want to focus on. How do we have boundaries? Because boundaries means having freedom and being empowered to have the best life that God created us to have. Yes, freedom. We don't always associate freedom with boundaries, but when we put our own boundaries in our lives, it's for the purpose of freedom. If we say yes to everyone else and everything that comes our way, we won't be free. We'll be tied down in what everyone else wants for our lives. Boundaries helps shape our lives to what we feel it should be. Boundaries help create freedom, but it also is for our protection. In his book, Boundaries in Marriage, Henry Cloud gives us a really good picture of a triangle of boundaries, freedom, responsibility, and love. We have clear boundaries. We actually are freed up to do what's best for us. And when we partner that freedom with taking responsibility for ourselves, we are then free to love and be loved in a greater way. He actually quotes Galatians 5.1. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. So having boundaries helps us become free to be ourselves because freedom and responsibility creates trust. A marriage that has trust issues can become emotional slavery. One partner working to control the other and never being released from constant insecurity. It never allows you to let down your defenses with your spouse for true intimacy, true honesty, and true love. And when we keep talking about freedom, that may sound a little strange, but when you set these boundaries in advance, you have expectations in your marriage and therefore you can be free to make choices and to do things within those boundaries that do make you feel more free and more comfortable with whatever comes your way. That's right. And protection is a big deal. I mean, without protection, you lose freedom. And I think of a boundary kind of as a fence. Yeah. Or a hedge or a hedge fund. That'd be nice. Nope. Not, that's not the topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there are several different types of boundaries that we want to bring up and we're going to kind of bullet point these for you and just kind of talk about them for just a moment. So we're going to talk about four different boundaries today. The first one is boundaries with our words. Word. Okay. So we need to use clear words to let our spouse know how we feel. No. Yes. I will. I like that. I don't like that. No. Yes. No. Yes. I like that. (laughs) In our marriage, and I'm sure in yours, we are often guilty of saying, If that's what you want or whatever you want. Whatever you want, babe. It's up to you. This results in starting to guess if the other person really means it. While we may be saying this just to be submissive or just to be easygoing so our spouse can get what they want, it kind of becomes a lazy response. It does. Do you think it also is a way to avoid fighting? Like, like, do you think couples 
like us, uh, sometimes anticipate that we're going to argue about something. So we immediately just relent and just say whatever you want. Absolutely. And I also think it's a way to be a little snarky and be a little pointed. Well, whatever you want, because we always do whatever you want. Oh, it's always whatever you want. So whatever. Go back to season one, episode seven and listen to our podcast about deciding where to eat to see how (laughs) funny and also how damaging and confusing and frustrating these words can be. Yeah, that was a great episode. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So basically... Just be clear. If you don't like something, say no. If you like something, say yes. It's okay to have boundaries with your words to build a stronger relationship, stronger communication. As adults in a marriage, your answer should not sound like a 16-year-old teenage girl. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Okay, boundaries with words. And now, extended family boundaries. Oh. I know. This is one that so many people struggle with and not sure how to handle, but there's got to be boundaries with family, with parents, with siblings, with cousins, with nieces, nephews, whatever it may be. There's always boundaries that have to be made inside families. And we've had to choose in our marriage, some boundaries to set with family. One of the things that we decided before we had kids was that we wanted Christmas day that morning at home with our kids, just our immediate family. So that would be us and our two boys. This was very important for us because we wanted that special time to reflect on the meaning of Christmas and also just to have that close, intimate morning on such a special day. Yeah, and we we talked about it a lot before we had kids, and that was the important part. We didn't make these rules up as we go when the situation came. We talked about it in advance, so we knew one day when that happens, here's what we would like to do, and here are the boundaries we have to set. Now, When we set boundaries with family, not all family is happy about the boundaries. Nope. But again, setting boundaries is not about pleasing everybody. Setting boundaries is about shaping your marriage, your life, to be what you feel God's made it to be. And so there are things that we have preferences about, and we set boundaries for those, and some things that we feel morally obligated for, and we set boundaries for that. So when it comes to family... We know that not everyone's been happy with every decision we've made. That's part of the messiness of family, to love and to be upset at the same time. And so we've had those boundaries set uh, with family and we've made it clear. Here's what we are going to do. Here's what we're not going to do. And we hope we've made that clear with our families. And I think for the most part, they know where we stand. And so you as a married couple, where do you struggle with family? Where do you struggle with setting boundaries? Because this is where you got to go back to the boundaries with words. You need to make it clear. You need to say the right words to say, this is what we do. This is what we don't do. And use those words. No, yes, I like that. I don't like that. Or here's what my family needs. And just because something is the way that it's always been, doesn't mean that it has to stay that way. You When you set boundaries, you have the freedom in your own family to create new traditions, to start new things. And that's okay as long as both of you are on board with it and you've talked it out. Yeah. All right. So our next one is physical boundaries. This is a hard one, but guys, listen to me. Do not touch each other when you are angry. Yeah. Physical contact uh, should go only one direction, and that's in a loving direction. So when you're angry, when you're fighting... Don't put your hands on each other. In fact, if you go back to season one, we have a great episode on fighting fair. And we address that in more depth 
domestic violence, emotionally, uh, talking about our words, what we say, what we don't say. So listen to that podcast back in season one called Fighting Fair, and it addresses some of this as well, physical boundaries. And what do you do if you're in a uh, physically abusive relationship, among other things? But here today, we're talking about setting boundaries. So you and your spouse should have this understanding, not just unspoken, but you should actually say this. We will not touch each other when we're angry. And if we do touch each other, Emily and I, uh, in, in the middle of a fight or in the middle of a spat, it's it's a submissive moment. It means I touch her on the shoulder and I go, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm apologizing. Or I'll reach out and touch her hand. Or if we're sitting next to each other, I'll just kind of pat her on the leg and just say, and just say okay, listen, I don't want to fight. It's one of those things. If I ever touch her, it's going to be in a submissive moment to diffuse, never to grab, never to hold, never to restrain. And this is not a decision or a boundary that you can put up during a fight. You have to set this boundary ahead of time. There's There's been times that Emily goes, oh, I just want to slap you. You make me so mad. Uh-huh. And I'm not worried that she's going to take me out. She's not some secret spy with some kind of training like the Black Widow and, uh, and the Avengers and it's going to just knock me unconscious in one fell swing. I'm not worried. That. You don't know that for sure. Well, uh, it's never been tried, but I'm pretty confident I could take a lick from, from my little wife here. So it's not a mm. physical damage issue. So, so hear me clearly. Physical abuse and setting physical boundaries is not about how much damage a spouse can do physically. It's about the idea of using physical force of any nature, of any, of any size. And so we don't want to use any physical force in this relationship. All right. So we have boundaries with words. We have extended family boundaries. We have physical boundaries. And our last one is temptation boundaries. Protecting each other and protecting your marriage by having these temptation boundaries is very, very important. And I think this is especially one that you combine freedom with protection because you don't want to set yourself up for a temptation to be with someone uh, in which you might emotionally begin to connect at too deep of a level that it becomes an emotional affair and then can lead to a physical affair. You want to be very careful in setting boundaries that keep the temptation away. And the reason I say this is about freedom and protection, one, it's obvious we're protecting our marriage from an affair, even just on an emotional level, let alone a physical level. But it's also freedom because if you set boundaries to protect your marriage, I can trust that she can go on a business trip or she can go to dinner uh, with uh, with her, her job, or we can just go hang out with friends. And I don't have to constantly worry, is there something else going on? Because we've set boundaries. She's not crossing the boundaries. I'm not going to cross the boundaries. And I hope she completely trusts that, she, that I'm keeping those boundaries when she's not around. So if there is someone in your life, wives or husbands of the opposite sex, who when they come around, maybe you feel a little more flirty. Maybe your wife feels very uncomfortable. You need to talk about that. And there may need to be boundaries to be put in place there. If you feel your spouse is connecting with someone else, like you can tell they're longing to see them again, or they want to hang out with them. And you think maybe that's, maybe that's not the most healthy thing. It's okay to say something. You and your spouse should be able to talk about this and be honest. Now, this is all always, always 
a moment where a, a spouse will get a little defensive because we feel we're in control always. If, if I'm going to be with someone, I enjoy it. Therefore, I'm going to control it to a level of fun and enjoyment, but I'm not going to cross the line, I promise. But if your spouse is feeling a certain way, you need to listen. You need to take it seriously that they feel like there's something more than normal going on here. And we have some boundaries that we have put into place already to keep some things like this from happening. For example, we do not ride in a vehicle with someone of the opposite sex just one-on-one. So I'm not going to ride in a car with just another man. Lee's not going to ride in the car with just another woman. And also, we're not going to go to lunch or dinner or breakfast with someone of the opposite sex and it just be the two of us. There's always going to be someone else there for accountability. And also, honestly, just for look's sake. There's always situations that you have to discuss. Not every rule is so clear cut in every situation. So there are business moments where some of you out there, you have to sit at a lunch or a dinner with a client and it may be one-on-one in a restaurant, but that doesn't mean you take the taxi together. That doesn't mean you go show up every, everywhere else together, just one-on-one. Um, there are ways to protect yourself. You could let your spouse know where you're going to be, when you're going to be there and who you're with. And that's part of the accountability as well. So you want to take responsibility for your own temptations and how it may look. Absolutely. So we have boundaries with words, extended family boundaries, physical boundaries, and temptation boundaries. Yes. And so boundaries are super important for protection and freedom. So speaking of boundaries and freedom, let's move into story time. All right. So we have two great examples of lack of boundaries or boundaries not working here. Uh, The first story we want to share with you is a lack of boundaries with words. Now, there are five African gray parrots. That's right. Five African gray parrots, Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie. And they recently had to be separated for encouraging each other to swear at patrons at the Lincolnshire Wildlife Center in the UK. According to a spokesperson, they said, we are quite used to parrots swearing, but we've never had five at the same time. And for some reason, these five relish it. So wait, is this boundaries with words or is this extended family boundaries? Because I feel like like (laughs) that could be either one with some of our family members. All right. So what happened? Uh, That's right. You know who you are. Okay. Uh, so, all right, so they had to separate these parrots mainly for the sake of the children that were visiting the zoo. Not they couldn't the children. <laughs> they couldn't be around and have these parrot these parrots. The parents maybe need maybe. some language uh, boundaries as You're well. Struggling with this one. All right, keep going. That's right. I can't <laughs> tell if this is the parents or the parrots. Parrots. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they separated the five parrots until they could learn to behave. Oh, and also, fun fact, former U.S. President Andrew Jackson had a parrot who was very obscene. He kept his pet. Interesting. All right. Our next story, chimpanzees on the loose. Seven chimpanzees managed to escape their enclosure, their boundary, at a Kansas City zoo. According to a zoo spokeswoman, one of the chimps was able to break off a six-foot limb and make it into a ladder to climb over the wall. It then enticed six other friends to join in its daring escape. But don't worry, they've all been captured. 
So those physical boundaries, maybe some temptation <laughs> boundaries, making a making a ladder out of a stick. Run away, run away. So these animals were ready to break free. So see, even animals animals need boundaries. That's right. That's right. So all right, and that was story time. If you enjoyed our podcast today, send us an email with whatever connected with you to Lee at Marriage is Simply or Emily at Marriage is Simply, or reach out to us on one of our social media pages. Let us know some boundaries you've set in marriage, maybe some funny stories that have happened as a result. We want to know. And since you said we want to know, that means it's time for us to go. We'll be back in two weeks with a new podcast titled Marriage is Simply Adapting where we will interview Spencer Ferrari Wood and his wife, Natalia. And until next time, remember, marriage is simply something new every day. Now give me a kiss and let's put this podcast to bed. <laughs> <laughs>